Stafford completes to Bold into the end zone. Touchdown! From WDBM East Lansing, you are listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive. This is your source for the latest in music and sports news from Michigan State and the rest of the world. Rock and roll! Now, here are your hosts, Hikaru Kudo and Justin LaBelle. What's going on, everybody? As the new intro says, (laughs) this is The Chant. It is so cool. Uh, Episode number awesome. four. Yeah. It ain't over yet. It ain't over yet, ladies and gentlemen. That is it ain't, basically it ain't, the binding It ain't over favor. yet, folks. It ain't over yet, folks. Um, yeah. That's our new intro. Did we do, Sha- did we do the, in, the the back and forth, the chant here? I don't think so. Let's okay. do that okay. again. Officially, welcome to episode four of The, the Chant. Because there we go. Justin it didn't LaBelle, feel right. Because Justin LaBelle missed it, okay? Because for some reason. That, I just missed you so for, much. For some reason, this kid missed it. This kid missed it. <laughs> <laughs> At least I didn't miss a basket. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, goodness uh, gracious. If that wasn't any indication, we are going to be getting into some we're, heavy topics with March Madness we're, yeah, we're, later we're on get, we're getting show. We're getting into some deep March Madness uh, stuff later on. Which I'm so upset about because after everything that happened, and as proud as I am of the Michigan State Spartans— I'm out of my bracket. <laughs> well, my, no, my that doesn't. Hey, hey, that doesn't. That doesn't matter to me. That honestly, to it be, matters to me. To be completely honest, I'm third in my friends' league, okay, and I think I, second I in the champ. I don't care. League. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. There's a reason why I don't care. You so, don't care but we'll win. we'll get into that. But anyways, sorry about the late episode again tonight, y'all. For those of you on Facebook Live, um, yeah. And if you aren't on Facebook Live, well, hey, what are you doing? We are live <laughs> every single time we record. But, I mean, a new we're we're all we're chant. all over the place. We're all over the place. But we're all over the place. Uh, today, man, I'm wearing just... a suit. You guys wouldn't know that, but I'm wearing a suit in this <laughs> today's episode. Because um, it, when he gets down to business, he gets down to business. Oh no, it's gentlemen. because of softball. Because I had to go cover the softball game. By the way, softball team won eleven to three against Oakland, uh, the uh, Oakland uh, Golden Grizzlies by a mercy rule. Hey, but uh, bottom of fifth, so that was pretty cool. I know Got a couple people color that for go that. to Oakland there. Really? They're probably really upset. Yeah, uh, no, no. But <laughs> anyways, anywho, but yeah, we should be back to our normal schedule. Next week. Yeah, fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Do all that you can. Whatever, whatever jazz we got to do. Yeah. Um. With that being said, um. Today our Google Spinner has determined that music will be our and, first topic. And we definitely didn't artificially do it so that way March Madness could end. No, every no, 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 not even close, not even close. No. But so no music will be will be will be announcing her our our <laughs> first topic in a second. Beautiful. Um. And I mean, I've heard about it. You've heard about it. I had a feeling. Like, I, I I was yeah. gonna tell you, you know, that, like we have to talk about this. I mean, this is something yeah. significant. But right afterwards, and I think you folks know about it as well. Yeah. Right afterwards, and if not, we'll get into it. But right afterwards, we're gonna. I just realized last week. Yeah. Right after we recorded this show. I completely missed MLB baseball. <laughs> like completely. You and I both, Hikaru. Honestly, it's no. Uh... <laughs> I completely missed it. Like opening day was literally the next day, and people were probably yelling at me, "Why aren't you doing?" Ba-? Yeah, so yeah. that's that. So probably. we're gonna talk about MLB huge, baseball. Yeah, there's a huge upset that happened during one of the games that we'll get into when we talk about it. Uh, with Mr. To... Bryce Harper. Yeah. Oh no, Bryce. Okay, that I actually am not gonna touch about Bryce Harper today. I'm, I I'm will. Gonna... Okay, fine. You can mention it Damn because right. <laughs> I'm gonna focus on the Tigers. Yeah. I'm gonna focus Dang on right. our hometown Detroit Tigers. So a lot to talk about that and. You know, I could probably go on days talking about baseball. So mm-hmm. that's that. So that's my Dang topic. Right, that's my first topic. Then we're going to whip it over to you again, Justin. Yes. And we are going to cover a story that really I felt needed to be shed 
uh, Mark Hoppus of Blink-182 fame and Alex Gaskarth of All-Time Low fame. Both of them recently got together and formed a new trash pop duo group. And yes, that's what they call it. Really? It's, uh, it's called Simple Creatures. So is Blink coming back? Uh, no, Blink is definitely coming back. They're going to be recording new stuff, I think, this year. Yes. Uh, but we're going to be talking about the side group with Hoppus and Gaskarth and talk about their whole mental journey that ended up allowing them to get to the point of recording this duo. For I'm excited. I'm EP excited to hear that because EPs. I'm a Blink-182 fan. Yeah. So I'm super Did you end up here in the EP at all? No. Oh, well, we're playing it in the car on the way back. <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, yeah, by the way, Justin and I are going to get to talk about afterwards. So. Oh, yeah, right. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyways, right after that, final topic, of course. I mean, the title says it all. It ain't it, over yet. It ain't over yet. <laughs> March Madness. We got, a, we got a heavy episode ahead of us. Probably another hour or plus. We'll <laughs> so see I'm going to apologize go. in advance for giving Hikaru that sort of ammunition. <laughs> uh, but with that, with that, that being that said, we got to get started with some good music topic. And dude, well, it's not I a mean, good music topic. Well, actually, I, I said good music topic as in like, you know, your section. Oh. This is, oh, yeah. this is. I think I think we're both going to get emotional here in a moment. Yeah, it's um, but it's quite honestly a tragedy here that now you can't really look toward the news and see, and not see reports of the late rapper Nipsey Hussle and his passing this past Sunday. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, as of today, the LAPD have a suspect in custody. I will not be talking about him here, nor do I feel any real I, media outlet and I refuse should. To, I refuse to give his name to. Yeah. I agree with you. I'd, I'd rather not see that person get any sort of recognition, not even down to, like, the gender or anything. No. I really honestly would rather see this person just— I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. It is purely disgusting. Because at that disgusting. point, especially without re a real motivation in the works, it's hard to tell— without diving into more of, like, their character and what they do. Mm -hmm. But I, personally, I won't do it, and I don't condone anyone else who does that. Uh, some media sources have done so, and even the Wikipedia page for oh, Nipsey God. Hussle at this point have mentioned I think this guy's this already getting enough name. attention, even on this podcast. It so. is, yeah. So, so moving on we forward. We are going to be moving on, but I just want to clarify, ain't going to be hearing so about can that we, can we, can we Can we figure out a way to address him? Can we say, like... Uh, they the, the suspect okay so suspect. Yeah, the suspect okay. they okay. Um, like all third person pronouns okay. all that stuff uh but if you haven't heard the terrible news the rapper nipsey hustle was shot in front of his marathon clothing storefront in his parking lot i believe it was uh in south la where he was pronounced dead as soon as he I believe got it was to right the hospital. in front of his uh like it's between the parking lot and the actual entrance of his uh yeah if anything i think he was getting like right out for work or something like that and mm -hmm. it was it's just heartbreaking to hear something like that, especially when you compare what Nipsey Hussle has done for L.A. and the community around it. Yeah. And we're going to get touch into that in a moment here. But this West Coast rapper was born and raised in Los Angeles and had been a pillar of his community through all of his philanthropic work and hiring practices to give people of color a chance, one that he didn't have growing up. Uh, so a big thing of his was that a lot of... Uh, and I know we touched upon like how some opportunities are given, some are aren't earned. We last touched about that, yes, with uh, Cardi B. Mm -hmm. But uh, Nipsey Hussle is, in my opinion, the perfect example of someone who's taken the bad in his life, the bad in his growing up, and turned it into a positive for himself, and then has now decided to spread it to his community and mm -hmm. 
everyone loved and respected this dude, man, including myself. Yeah, it, it was. It's a. Sh- it's a shut. It's such a shame, man. It is. It is. <sighs> he was planning on meeting, if just for an example here, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, he was planning on meeting with the LAPD on April first with himself and. Uh, the label Rock Nation. Uh, don't know if you heard of them. I know I personally heard of them maybe like one or two times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they were going to meet and discuss gang violence. I in did Los read Angeles about that. There. I did read uh, about that. Yeah, they had to scuttle the meeting uh, be- in light of the. It was in honor. I believe, if I read correctly, they did it in the honor of Hustle. Yeah, they were going to be doing that in his honor. And I believe they're making up the meeting to honor him as well. Okay. Uh, and I know there's a candlelit vigil happening this Saturday, April 6th, uh, in L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was near where he passed but or, like, in some big park over there. But they did organize but something I know for that after in order to the, give honor. After the events, I read something, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. um, that the location where he was shot, you know, right outside of his store, yeah. there was a lot of, you know, protests, people, you know, doing candle vigil. It's... And like independently, and then people basically getting pissed off, yeah. and there were apparently like a bunch of like fighting, and like a lot of things going on. Apparently, yeah. a couple people were arrested. Like over, like fifteen people, sixteen, seventeen people got injured. Jeez. Um, I read that online somewhere. I forgot where, but yeah, personally, I didn't hear a thing about that. Um, uh, but... but it was just, it's when someone like. This man, yeah, dies in a way that no one, no one, yeah, deserves to die. No one should. No one should. And a guy who has been influential, especially to the African uh, American community, you know, especially those kids that are growing up in, you know, areas that don't have, you know. They're not fortunate. Like, mm-hmm. I hate saying it, but they're not as fortunate as me, you, or anyone yeah. tuning in live or anyone listening there to anyone this. anyone in that field. In general. Because they're just, like, that's the reason why they go to gangs. And the fact yeah. that Hustle, you know, coming from its background, was able to do it's. It's just, it's... It's, it's, it's a remarkable story where he could end up he could have ended up doing a ton more if yes. given this t- the time on yes. this planet. Yes, I, right I, I completely believe it. And he planned on it, too. Uh, again, like he, like I said, with his hiring practices of uh, giving a lot more people of color a chance to come on in there uh, and work in his marathon clothing storefronts, as well as uh, I think he ended up giving a couple of immigrants a chance in there as well uh, in order to sort of get them on their feet to come into a brand new world like world technically because mm-hmm. you compare like some of the other areas out there compared to the United States and it's a land of opportunity for a reason. Uh, so getting that opportunity is quite impressive and uh, Nipsey Hussle being the gateway for them is just a blessing in itself that I hope that everyone else at Marathon Clothing and uh, his family continues going forward. Uh, I hope so as well. Yeah, and like you were touching on there with all the protests and stuff outside of his storefronts, I hadn't heard too much about that per- in particular. But mm-hmm. uh, 
like he said, his last tweet, Nipsey Hussle's last tweet ever, was having strong en- enemies is a blessing. And I feel that is pretty much key in this situation. It's a, as unfortunate of an event that is, it's really sort of a testament to his message on yeah. how many people would riot against that mm-hmm. in favor of whatever gang violence or anything that happened out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had Hustle had recently released his debut album after countless mixtapes at this point called Victory Lap, which is now at the top of the iTunes charts last I looked. Fittingly. Uh, fittingly. Uh, especially since uh, prior to this, I'll be honest, I heard nothing about this guy. I didn't know a whole lot about All him I know is, same as me. Until he died. All I know is he was about to make it big. Yeah. And he definitely was, about to make And it. he was making an impact in his community. Now, of course, there's always stories about him. Like, you know, there are stories out there that like he was in a gang himself and whatever. And I haven't really looked deep into yeah. it. But I, again, yeah. when it comes to death, unless you yourself have killed someone else, mm-hmm. you don't deserve it. No, not at all. You don't. If you're not a killer, you don't deserve it. Yeah. And you can argue with me all day, but (laughs) I'm sorry if you, I don't care what you did. And I guess some might argue, even if you're a killer, you deserve to be in prison and rot in jail, you know, the rest of your life. But like, I know a lot of people out there do share that opinion. But regardless, regardless, one life lost isn't going to change what has happened. Unfortunately. And as much as we hate saying it, as much, there's, people every day that are dying that no, are... I, I meant that in a good way i i feel like that might get twisted out of context i mean one life lost isn't going to change the fact that that person oh no hustle's legacy will there. not change yeah. that that won't change so the fact that you had to go to that length mm-hmm. to gun this man down because he was making such radical progress whether and, 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 and whether or not and I don't, at, at the time of the recording we don't know any information yeah what it was they have him or they have they have re- them arraigned right now they haven't released any information yeah. on the motive as far as I know yeah I, I don't even know if there is a motive other than this dude was going to combat what has happened in this gang I mm-hmm. like we said there's not a whole lot of information out now about this person other than he has been caught in or they have been caught in relation to the case as well as i think the last we heard they were put into solitary right uh-huh. now uh for his actions and good on that mm-hmm. uh multiple artists ended up reaching out to give their condolences as well online mgk who has been under a bit of fire himself yeah. after the uh eminem diss tracks and mm-hmm. uh who also recently announced his hotel diablo tour at the same time which he also he acknowledged how bad the timing was of this. I think it was like the day after Hustle passed away. He uh-huh. ended up putting out this message, but then also announced his tour. Um, just something the label might have and might have done or something. Mm-hmm. Can't really tell. Uh, he left some touching words in response to Nipsey here. Uh, haven't slept. I'm just up thinking about how I could feel the energy drain from everything when Nipsey died yesterday. The air felt different. F, man. I'll never forget the journey of watching him go from the mixtape circuit to becoming Grammy-nominated. He gave me hope. R.I.P. 
and RIP indeed. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, like we were talking here, that hustle is not something to be well. That hustle in both the person and the actual grind he put Correct. in. Correct. It's a very ironic name, but the hustle that hustle put on in is one to be admired. You go from someone on the streets who had quite a bad upbringing here uh, to getting a bunch of wealth in your name after putting out mixtape after mixtape or uh, now Grammy-nominated works of art at this point out to the public Mm -hmm. and then deciding to give that back to the community. Yeah. You got it. You have to be a strong man or woman to do that. There's only a couple other people I know that are within that field Mm -hmm. that are in the same spotlight as Hustle Yeah, that have done so like that. And one of them prominently that comes to mind we play him on impact all the time chance the rapper yeah who does a ton for chicago community a ton yeah a ton literally i don't i don't know just from my personal opinion on it i don't know if chicago would even look the same if it wasn't for chance the rapper giving it back to like chance chicago the rapper schools has definitely has been making the impact yeah. whether people like it or not yeah and you could argue a positive a impact. of that community as well correct in the same way hustle was for la uh Laura London, who was uh, Nipsey's partner at the time, also went on to Instagram to post her first words, breaking the silence about Nipsey's passing, saying that she was completely lost. I would be too, Laura. Uh, I would be too. She says, quote, I lost my best friend, my sanctuary, my protector, my soul. I am lost without you. We are lost without you. And it's, it's just heartbreaking at that point. Uh, however, Hustle is survived not only by his daughter Imani from a different uh, mother. Mm -hmm. Um, He also has a son with Laura London named Cross, who just turned two last year. And I don't know if there's really any sort of takeaway that could do justice to how much Hustle put into his community. If there is any takeaway, it's just the impact Hustle had to the L.A. community, whether people knew it or not before his death. Yeah, exactly. He he did so much behind the scenes and so much that actually got recognition that there might be even more that we don't even know about, that the media might not even know about. Mm-hmm. But I his family and his close circle might know about no, it. They know and about- that's what's admirable. Yes. Out of everything that could have happened to him, this incident here, as bad as it is, is probably the biggest promotion of what Hustle was trying to do and the biggest example of what we should be better than. I agree. I 100% This person agree. that is now in the custody of the LAPD is scum of the earth to me at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to go to the grave knowing that. But to take out someone who you found threatening for all of the good he was planning on doing for that community, all of the good things that he brought into that community on behalf of uh, minorities and people of color and immigrants and everything else that was happening. You take out that spark of joy in that world in a pillar of hate that has started spreading around, mm-hmm. especially as of these last couple of years, because, oh, my God, <sighs> you take something like that out, that only amplifies the message to an audience that might not have knew about Hustle beforehand. And that's I am one of those people. Yeah. And and that and that sigh that I just did. That was just yeah. the big sigh of just the fact that there's so much crap going on like this for the past two years. Yeah. And like not just the past two years, but like Yeah. Just the crap that's been 
You know? Yeah. And obviously there's a ton of stuff that goes into that. It's not just one presidential election. It's not just one incident, one isolated incident that brings about everything. It's a chain of events. And It is. It uh, is. When it comes to this sort of thing, I think I speak on behalf of everyone who has touched on this as well. I'm not saying I have that whole power on my shoulders here no, to but comment on I, it. But I think I share the there's same thing. There's, yeah. <laughs> there's an impact. There's an impact. There's an impact. I feel, no, like you said, there is an impact to be had here. That hustle has now spread with everyone, even mm-hmm. post-mortem at this point. And uh, on behalf of everyone at the impact and everyone else who has covered this story, we uh, we want to give condolences to the family, uh, condolences to Amani and Cross, uh, his two young and, daughter uh, and son, London as well. Yeah, and Laura London, uh, his family, uh, extended family, everyone who has been hurt and touched by this situation. And um, and, and if you're out in the L.A. area um, at all by any chance, uh, feel free to check out the uh, the candlelit vigil out that way uh it's saturday april 6th i don't really know what time but uh if you feel very strongly about this and are going to be out in that area feel free to join them pay respects to the late the great nipsey hustle rest in peace nipsey hustle rest in rest in peace uh so that was probably the lowest point of here uh that we have going um if for no fault of our own at that point it's something that had to be covered and uh, it's something that we really felt passionate about there. So we both did. Yeah, we both did. Absolutely. But, um, and we wanted to address it first because I, I, we both felt uncomfortable not addressing it first when yeah. we're about to get pumped up. And uh, you know, so yeah. But it's uh, it's almost better placement for that. If yes. if I not to say yes, yes, yes. <laughs> not to be insensitive. No, I know what you're anything. talking about. I know what yeah. you're talking about. I I don't want to come off as insensitive Correct. or anything, but. With that being said, we are going to lighten this up a little bit here with the next couple of stories uh, coming forward here uh, with some good old MLB action happening again. And it's the it's the best time of the year folks, at that point. Folks, on a positive note, MLB baseball is officially back. I completely Thanks. forgot about it last week. <laughs> How do you forget <laughs> about the biggest thing? Okay, you know what? Okay, you know what? Ron Gronkowski, Ron Gronkowski has an impact on my life, okay? Yeah, I, I think okay. it's I think it's safe to say he has an impact okay, everywhere. Okay, okay. But I I anyways, I completely I completely forgot about it. So, uh <laughs> You know, so of course we're we'll focusing on the hometown Detroit Tigers. I could go all yes. day. I know you're going to talk about Bryce Harper a little bit because yeah. as much as I could talk about it, I feel like it's going to be more impactful if you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, good lord! Oh my god! All of the stuff I saw around Bryce Harper. You know what? On. Touch it now. Touch no, no, it now. No, 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 no. Touch it right now. No, if if you have something to cover about our hometown Detroit no, Tigers, no, do it. Do it real quick that. right now. Okay. I'll give you. I'll give you. You know what? Sixty seconds. Go. Six. Oh my god! I go. can't talk about Ta- it. In Sixty. Fifty-five seconds. seconds left. So. Bryce Harper ended up signing a huge deal for like 13 years or something like that for like half a million or something. I forget the full number, but he ended up signing a team uh, to a team away from the Washington Nationals. A.K.A. Phillies. And the Phillies, yes. And he came back home to play against the Washington Nationals the first time in his entire career that he has done so. And everyone in the stadium collectively booed him <laughs> well of that. course i mean when you're when you're like literally you know the top shot of the guy yeah and then just top leave. shot and 
Did not- you see? Did you see? By the way, Bryce Harper, like when he first came out at Philly, yeah, he like bowed, at, you know, when he went to the right field, and everyone yeah, bowed dude. back, and everyone's like, "I'm like, dude, good for you, Bryce Harper. Yeah, good for you." Yeah, it, it didn't. It didn't help for me though, because I didn't end up actually seeing this. You are actually timing me. I, I am. I can and... feel the pressure. Oh wow. <laughs> Done. Okay. Anyways, that's Bryce Harper talk. Jeez. Uh, uh, but no, honestly though, but yeah, no. no but br- I, he came out to an entire field booing him at that point. Some yeah. fans even changed the backs of their jerseys with like tape, and some got oh, really yeah. creative. Uh, oh. Like, I forget some of them. One was like harpoop or whatever. Like oh, just childish insults and stuff like that. And. Honestly, for that kind of community outreach there and to take that sort of deal that would take you away from the hometown team, I feel like well, it's inevitable. No, he at wasn't that point. gonna stay with the Nationals. Everyone yeah. knows no, that. No one was he wasn't gonna stay with the Nationals at that point. But for the contract that he signed, I I don't know if it was the best deal for him. And you know what? I talked and more I, I talked the, more about this a couple weeks ago when we touched on the uh, on the green free, free, uh, no on the free agency here. Oh yeah, I touched on it, bro. Bryce Harper. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I remember Bryce Harper's that. move. I don't know if it, he moved yet or if I touched talked about it. But anyways, yeah. no, that first you can check that out with that episode. But I want to focus on the Tigers here. Yes, yeah, so um, let's go into we're... our good old hometown. Tigers. So here we go. Here we go. So first off, we're gonna touch the Yankee series in a second because I know that happened. Uh, yes, I know. But <laughs> opening day. Do you know? Opening day. Opening day was Thursday, April 28th. Again, I apologize. I forgot about it last Wednesday because I'm an idiot. Hey, don't worry about it. And as the Tigers kicked off their season out of the country in Canada against the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, Canada. I can finally go there. But, huh? I finally got my enhanced license. I'm actually able to go oh, there now. Oh, there. I, I've i been able to go to Canada since, you know, forever. So. Hey, look, don't brag hey, about Niagara it. Hey, Niagara Falls, do... make sure you visit that. Toronto CN Tower. Great, great I'm going to Caesar's Windsor first, but like. Okay, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Oh, Ontario, Canada. Toronto. All right. So, Detroit came on top 2-1 to one after. To Canada. Yes. <laughs> Detroit came on top 2-1 to one after going into extra innings in the 10th. That's the opening game, by the way, we're talking oh, about. Nice. Uh, Jordan Zimmerman started for Detroit. Seven innings pitch. Perfect for sixth and two-third innings after allowing a hit by, uh, until allowing a hit by Toronto Blue Jays outfielder uh, Tessacar Hernandez. Finished Ooh. the night with four strikeouts. Rookie Christian Stewart was the difference maker in the 10th inning for Detroit, following a Nico Goodrum double as Stewart flew his first MLB career homer to the second deck in right field. Oh, wow. What a way to finish off the opening That's day some power game. On that. Again, the Tigers win that one 2 to 1, as many of you folks know. Blue Jays, of course, had a solid performance themselves as pitcher Marcus Stroman pitched a perfect six and two third innings himself before falling short to Nicholas Castellanos as Castellanos drilled a single. That's classic Nicholas Castellanos. A lot of trade talk with him. A lot of talk whether they're going to resign or not. I think Detroit's going to trade Nicholas Castellanos during the trade block this year. Yeah, Uh, with that kind of a name and power to him, it's probably a good way for them to reform. uh, Garden Hire, a.k.a. Guardy. It's rebuilt. Detroit's still rebuilding. It's still rebuilding for the next couple of years. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. If you get good players, if you. Well, that's different. That's Two different. To one? Be- no, but that's no, that's that's. It's just one game, and they won. That was, this was a good game for Detroit. That's how I'm talking about Detroit overall yeah. as a, as, as a uh, franchise that's rebuilding right now. Um, yeah, we're gonna start getting its numbers. That I'm hopeful for. Same. Is this the year we're going to playoffs? Not even close. But is this the year that we're gonna you know stop losing 96 games? About damn right. Hopefully now. not. Knock on so, some wood there. Anyways, 
Toronto went on to defeat Detroit 6-0, 3-0 respectively uh, before Detroit came on top once again on Sunday 4-3. So at this point, Detroit was 2-2 two and two after the first series. Moving on to the Yankees series over the past three days, including the day we're recording this on Wednesday, April 3rd. If you folks are listening on Facebook Live, it just occurred a couple hours ago. Hi, Facebook Live. Uh, <laughs> Tigers fell 3-1 to on Monday, then defeated the Yankees as the same score 3-1 to the, pa- uh, the past two days. Ooh. So I'm going to focus on today's matchup. Yeah. Uh, Let's go on to what happened. There. So, again, Tigers once again defeated the Yankees this time. Uh, or uh, blah, 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 the past two days, and then today's matchup, I lied. Today, they beat them 2-1. to one. So oh, okay. Yeah, I'm getting words mixed up. But, hey, don't uh, worry. It happens when it's super late. Matt Boy was back on the mound, pitching six in one-third innings, allowing five hits, three walks, and a run. And Matt Boyd, a lot of talk behind him coming into the season. So far, I'm pretty impressed by this man. Yeah. I think Matt Boyd is going to be a great asset for Detroit. I am super pumped that he has joined this organization. I'm super pumped that he's Wanting to be in this organization. Yeah, it sounds like quite a bit of stamina on this guy too for six and a third innings there. He could go a little bit more, but I mean, I mean that's a standard Probably, starting. But, but that's a, that's a, that's that a starting pitcher. And... That's that's a starting pitcher. You know, caliber six to seven innings normally. Yeah. Now Boyd threw thirteen strikeouts tonight, which is his career high. This makes oh, him wow. the first Tiger ever, Detroit Tiger ever in history, pitcher to Ooh. throw back to back games with ten strikeouts or more. I like those numbers. I mean, it literally. I got a. App, uh, you know, notification on ESPN, which I'll get into later. Um, yeah, uh, ten, <laughs> ten strikeouts <laughs> against Toronto on Friday, and that that added up. So yeah, absolutely. pitched that series, got ten strikeouts. Pitch this series against the Yankees, got thirteen. So Dang. Matt Boy, congratulations on that yeah, feat. Boy. And Gotta I'm get, super pumped that you props, are boy. on the Detroit Tigers now. Yeah, continuing on. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can. Another do. thing I actually read up on. The All Detroit right. Tigers pitching ERA is currently 2.33 after tonight's game. That is the fifth lowest in the MLB. I like that. I like that. You know what that tells me? That tells me that this pitching team is improving. Yes, it's only been two game series and we got a bunch more games to go. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> there's a time. But this is a good start. Very good start. And you gotta start somewhere. Yep. It's a building this block. This is a great from start. Like, this is a great start. Like Carl and I have touched on in past episodes here. It's a building cycle here for the for the Tigers here. And uh, going forward, there's going to be a lot of trade-outs, going to be a lot of talk about different players leaving and going, trade contracts. And we're going to get deep going. We're gonna get deep into that as well yeah. as the season but continues. But to have them improve in some way like that, I love it. Huge, I love huge it. start. Now, Boyd did receive a no decision for his actual record under his belt uh, because the, uh, the Tigers can only play one run with Christian uh, with a Christian Stewart. We're hearing his name again. Hey. Sack fly in the fourth. Christian Stewart doing a couple of good things in these opening uh, series. Um, Christian Stewart, sack fly uh, in the fourth, um, inning that uh, nailed a run in, but nothing after that. So Boyd just received a no decision hmm. in that situation. Um, All right. And, I mean, that's not the end of the world, and Boyd knows that he bigger impact than that. Now, relief yeah. pitcher Buck Farmer is the one who actually picked up the win uh, after the Tigers scored in the top of the eighth, after Gordon Beckman sliced a solo homer down to the right field bleachers, pretty homer, Jeez. pretty homer. You should, <laughs> folks, you could, you should, uh, you should check that out online. Uh, I believe uh, it's on, it's somewhere online. If you guys, yeah. want, if you feel free to check that out, if you guys like. Um, now, the Tigers are now four and three on the season after tonight's game, headed mm-hmm. home into 
Motown. Motown. Uh, shout out to Motown Rundown, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we have a show called Motown Rundown here on The Impact. Not hosted they, by they, us, they but just, by other fellow they, uh, sports members. It's hosted members. by Ryan Rabinowitz, um, Trent Valley, and Ryan Collins. Those three classic uh, Episode 39 just released. Fiddling hey. a call, play ball. So Nice. I think you guys got an idea. That, that's actually on the website, impact89fm.org slash sports. If you don't mind, I'm going to touch on a couple more stats here from that uh, Tigers Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, well. please. please. Uh, apparently my lovely dad, Mark LaBelle, hi, how are you? How's it going? Has commented on our live stream here with uh, – a little bit of a fun factoid that maybe you could back him up on or maybe even correct if it's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 18 strikeouts is a record for the for a nine-inning game today. And uh, the starting pitchers have been very good, <laughs> uh, is, are, is his comment on there. And, and, I think, and you know what? And I think you know we what? definitely uh, agree. Mark LaBelle, I don't know if I can address you as Mark, but... Um, <laughs> not when you come back to my house. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. The starting pitchers have looked good. I like this rotation. Starting um, pitchers have been fantastic. They have been so fantastic. Um, Boyd, the best example there. Correct. Um, now but that 18 strikeouts, though, I'm curious if that is that's the as a team though, because Boyd didn't pitch the entire game. Okay. Boyd got 13 yeah. with six and one third. So I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But if that is, that's cool. Yeah. If it, um, <laughs> if it is, if I mean, it is, that's if, a that's again if, another uh, really good record for the Tigers to have yeah, there. Yeah. Under the thumbs, belt. Thumbs, 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 some, uh, thumbs up to you too, <laughs> sir, Mr. Mark Labelle. Um, moving on forward. Yeah, let's so keep again, going, Tigers man. are now four and three on the season. They are headed home into the Motown for their home opener against the Kansas City Royals. How oh, fitting! That's gonna be how packed, fitting man. tomorrow at one ten p.m. Now I Whew. never understand this. Yeah, why do you do your opening day, home opening day game mm-hmm. around lunchtime on a Thursday? Like I get it. But like, come on, hey, come on! Who's gonna come out? Who's gonna come out on who's a Thursday? Who's gonna come out? True Tigers fans. Yes, yes. Tigers fans yes, who are on an empty yes, stomach but and can I'm spend a lot you, of I'm their cash. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, America needs America needs the cash right now yes. because, I mean, MLB America as a whole, Park MLB needs some cash. yes, ML, uh, ML, no, no, MLB as a whole is tanking in attendance. Like the numbers are tanking in attendance. Well, surely so, Thursday I mean, if you're gonna, won't help. I mean, that. exactly. So if you're going to go into that nitty gritty stuff, I would, you know, do first pitch at seven. Yeah. Make sure that Fox Sports Detroit and what? What is that? Fox Sports? I don't know. South? Whatever. I think it is. No, North. It's North, probably. probably. Anyways, whatever Kansas City Royals affiliate are, make sure that they're good to go. Yeah. With their scheduling, and then do it then because they're yeah. both. Hosted by their local TV, you know, their local TV market. And yeah. why not? Because that's how you're going to garner people to come. Well, also consider all the renovation, too, that's happened over at Comerica Park as well. They've been doing a lot of renovation, especially in terms of the restaurants that they have yeah. over there. Because now it's turned into not only just a ballpark there, but with all of the contributions that have happened with, uh, with everyone who's donated into mm-hmm. there, they've started getting, like, Five star quality restaurants going on in there, but like, see, no. But here's just the checking thing. out some of the cuisine. Just well, has yes, me well, yes, and every year they do that. But but yeah. but my thing is, my point is, yes. my entire point here is, come on, do a night game so I can actually <laughs> like pay attention to the game instead of you know watching it in hey, class. Hey, like you said earlier, there's a ton more games this season. Yes, but opening day special, even a home opening day game. Okay, all right. Anyways, moving on forward. <laughs> class so, can be skipped for so the let's, home opener. Let's, no, do not do not take justice. We don't condone this. Yes, we don't condone don't this do at this. all. Please don't skip class at all. Please get um, an education. Yes, uh, education. Be better very, than us. 
by a lot. Anyways, <laughs> the Royals are expected to start Jacob uh, Hunis, I believe is how you say it. Right-hand pitch, right-handed pitcher, one and zero on the year, four point seven five ERA with six uh, strikeouts under his belt hmm. uh, when he pitched against the White Sox. Uh, Hunis went for six scoreless innings until giving up three in the sixth, and he was dumped for the ninth. Um, huh. For the Detroit Tigers, they are expected to start Spencer Turnbull. Okay. Now, this is interesting. Right-handed pitcher 0-1 on the year with 5.4 ERA and five strikeouts. Home opener is normally given to a veteran pitcher in any franchise, right? Yeah. Normally. But manager Rod Gardenhire was so impressed in spring training from Turnbull that he will be opening the season for Detroit. Now, this is what blows my mind. Okay. This is Turnbull's fifth big league start. His fifth? F- five. I'm not even. You mean my... he was in this league four other times? And well, start. Start. Fifth okay. League start, as in he's a starting pitcher. Oh. Fifth league start for the Spencer Turnbull new dude, who's starting over huh. everyone, over Jordan Zimmerman, over Matt Boyd. You name right. Well, with an zero and one on the year, and less... no, 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 but that, but that, that, that doesn't ma- that doesn't matter because it's what that matters. ERA, though. No, but that doesn't, but that doesn't matter. What matters? That's just stats. That's just numbers at the end of the day. What matters, and I mean numbers matter, but what matters is the fact that he played well in the spring training, mm-hmm. and that Gardy said, "Screw it, let's do it." <laughs> so, I yeah. mean, I thought that was interesting. Now, I personally speaking, I like Gardy. I love Garden Hire. Okay. Ever since I seen this Tigers team, I've I've gotten my own inside scoops as well through my connections. Ooh, um, connections. And I like just watching this team grow as well. This is a new Detroit team. I feel yeah. like the Detroit aspect, the family aspect that Detroit is known for is back. Yeah, and we've but, lost a ton of like veteran Tigers. Correct, but no, but because it's a rebuild, it's a rebuild, yeah, it's sure. a rebuild. But and like for example, Kinsler doing great stuff now. But, yeah, you know, Kinsler, Verlander. Verlander at the Astros. Oh, do we mention he won, you know, they won the World Series a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, just a little little factoid there. Might not have known no, about the no, little no. team called the Astros. You know, they just won with, the World Series. No yeah, big. you know, um, but anyways, giant World Series win. Anyways, so, but, but both of these starting pitchers are very similar. I mean, with the one game that they played in the actual, you know, before. In the regular season. Yeah. With that being said, again, final. Uh, well, again, I just want to address. First pitch is scheduled for 1:10 p.m. Eastern Daytime at Comerica Park. You can watch the game on Fox Sports Detroit. Check your local listings. Yes. If you want to watch that. <laughs> if you're was... not in Detroit, I know MLB has some sort of game pass as well going on there. Um, so you can check that out. Um, and yeah, but uh, I know I'm definitely gonna pull up Hulu because I have Hulu Live TV. Oh, Hulu. look at you, fancy! Yeah, so I'm gonna pull that up, and I'm probably gonna be watching Some that. Some of us can't afford Hulu Live TV. Okay, thank you know you. what? It's cheaper than cable. I know it's. cheaper It is than cheaper cable. than cable. Okay, Believe because me, I've been trying to com- convince my family about that. Okay, maybe. For okay, ages. can I preach for a second here? Then can uh, I preach for a second? If you think we have the time, for sure. Okay, uh, we never have the time to preach for anything. You're right. But, um, can I preach here for a second? Sure. Folks, I mean, this is nothing related to anything. Just don't get all I'm religious t- on I'm telling <laughs> But I'm telling you, internet TV is just cheaper, period. Yeah. Period. I pay, I think, 45 bucks, 46 bucks right now for, like, unlimited number of accounts and two screens simultaneously at the same time, which is great. Oh, that's not bad. Um, unlimited is, like, another additional 15. Still cheaper. Still, like, 
50, 60 bucks cheaper. Compar- Inter- yeah, comparative on and like internet a 60, year so it's, I think it's like 60, 70 bucks cheaper per month. Multiply that yeah. by 12, you do the math. But yeah, anyways, do something like that. Anyways, enough. But then you start throwing in all the live packages too with like okay. the live TV. Okay. Uh, you got the HBO, the stars. Blah, blah, it blah. builds up, man. All right. Enough talk about that. I, 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 people, people want to go back to music and sports, okay? Do they? Yes. Because I think this is important now. No, this is a music and sports news podcast. You're right. You're right. All I right. need to get my so, head in the game. Moving on. So. Wait, hold up, hold up. Yes. Moving on. We're moving on to. If you don't know, I'm a big Blink 182 fan. Oh, I know. You know. Sure. I don't know if they know. I don't know if I our know listeners because know. I know I'm also a big Blink 182 fan. But apparently, Mark Hospice, some new. Hospice, not Hospice. <laughs> Big not Blink putting it at home. <laughs> That's that how old. you know I'm tired. That's how you know we're recording this at 10:50 at night on a Wednesday. It's not that old yet. Anyways, <laughs> Mark Hoppus of Blink 182, one of arguably my favorite band of all time. Yes. Some news regarding him and some new band activity? Question mark. Yes. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, like Hikaru said. We're both huge Blink-182 fans. Literally one of the first couple bands I grew up on next to, like, Aerosmith and whatnot. I remember, I think I discovered Blink-182 through the Nickelodeon 2002 movie Clockstoppers. No, no way! Stop! (laughs) Clockstoppers. Anyone remember that? It was such a niche film that that became just a cult classic. I used to have one of those yellow watches, too, back in the day. Oh, my god! That, like, lit up, and I always thought it was, like, every time I pressed uh, it, it lit up. so, uh, Justin's so, father, could you find a picture picture of that for us oh, and no post wants, it on the no chat site? Appreciate that. that. All right, no moving on. Okay, now let's get in, let's get into the actual news stuff that people want to hear. Well, all right. So, outside of gushing from that, one of the old bands I used to really enjoy was Blink One Eighty Two, and still do. I love Blink One Eighty Two. I have a framed record of theirs for California up in my room right now because that's the one vinyl. Okay, we're going to your room right after this. Y- yeah, no, not 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 the room here, my house. Uh, oh gosh, uh, second time on the show. Now. I know, second time. Uh, but I'm also a huge fan of the newer upcoming band. Uh, well, not upcoming. They've established themselves really well with hits like "Dear Maria, Count Me In." as well as Weightless was a huge one for them. All Time Low is the band I'm speaking of, if you are not familiar. Love but All Time Low. But the two lead singers of their respective bands, Mark Hoppus and Alex Gaskarth, have touched upon a very important mental health topic that I wanted to kind of discuss today. And uh, that sort of leads into their new music project that... Uh, apparently has their first EP is already out right now. You can listen to it on any streaming service right now. Feel free to do so. I will do so uh, right after this podcast, of course. Yes, please, uh, but please, they also please. have another EP that they're planning on releasing. Literally, I think either towards the end of the year or some other time right after. So Justin will keep us updated on that. Absolutely. on the chant. But uh, in a Kerrang magazine article, Hoppus ended up opening up about life after touring following a two-year stint in promotion of the Blink One Eighty Two album California. Uh, if you're not familiar, Matt Skiba ended up joining the band back in 2015 at this point now. It was quite yes. a while ago. Uh, yes. And ended up recording a bunch of songs for the new album, California, which released sometime in 2016. Uh, but in this article f- for Kerrang!, he ended up saying that while the album was a success and more, more than he could ever hope for, uh, a darkness ended up looming over him. And when asked about it, he said... He couldn't really even find his trigger for it. Uh, He said, quote, I got into a really dark place where even my wife was pulling me aside saying, are you okay? What's going on? I couldn't find a way out of it. Uh, 
it was when Mark Hoppus decided to confront this and start trying to find different ways to go about this. He started up the new duo, Simple Creatures, mm-hmm. uh, his trash pop duo. And no, I'm not just throwing that name under the bus. That is literally what they've described in all their social media stuff. It's trash pop, which is like an 80s sort of goth with like emo rock blend there. Yeah. Pop rock. Great, 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 great style. Right. Uh, he started off with Alex Gaskark of, of All Time Low, where he started to feel just a little bit better. He said, quote, I didn't have a fix on it until a, a fix on it, it being uh, his whole mental, mental health, health at that point, uh, until his until his wife and manager both said, you need to make music. <laughs> and Which, folks, that's why that's why yeah. music is so dang special. Absolutely. And I'm going to touch on like my own personal stuff at the end of this so feel free to skip that if you're not interested but uh gaskarth ended up commenting on this uh his involvement with the group in the same article and his eagerness to join the project with hoppus uh both of them meeting uh, roughly 10 years ago i believe they said in the article and it really came to fruition on the all-time low record future hearts where both mark hoppus and the rest of all-time low got together to perform tidal waves uh-huh. Off, uh, off of their 2015 album. Yep. Uh, and Mark Hoppus returned the favor by putting All Time Low onto their tour uh, that they, or one of the tours that they did mm-hmm. throughout the promotion of California. That was a really stacked show, too, and I feel bad about missing it. It was Blink 182, A Day to Remember, and All Time Low on some locations, but in other locations, it was the All American Rejects. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> but Gaskarth went to comment, uh, that he also felt the need to do something a bit more creative. Uh, he goes to, I go to the same places, he says, quote, uh, when I'm off the road too. He says, it's like being left alone with your thoughts after being distracted for a year and a half. What do I do now? Uh, hmm. So they ended up working free of their two respective bands and created something that was, like I said, a representative of 80s goth and emo rock influence, uh, as stated by Hoppus himself where the two singers had magically ended up forming a band. Uh, and I think that free restriction, free of restriction sort of writing to music yeah. definitely helped them oh, yeah. out to build something like that. Because I remember reading about the writing process they ended up going through. Uh-huh. And uh, if any of it sounded like any of the other's respective bands, they made a hard left for mm. it. They did not go for any of that. And uh, that was one of the biggest things for them. Uh, when that's great. That's great. I love it. It's fantastic. I love and it. it's a great new style for them. Personally, I've been jamming uh, mainly the singles at this point because uh-huh. I haven't had a whole lot of time to dive straight into it. Yeah. But uh, Drug was one of their first lead singles, which led as a great example that's of great. the sound that's for it. That's great. Um, as well as Adrenaline, probably my favorite off the record at that point, because it's just so high energy. Mm-hmm. But it's high energy with dark lyrics that are supposed to mean something. Yeah. A lot more. Uh, and that's what sort of confided into Simple Creatures. And you can read more about this Kerrang! magazine article uh, on your own time as well. Um, we'll probably have something posted for that. Uh, we can on the website, we, we can always link on impact slash the dash channel slash the we can I can throw a link on there yeah I'll um, send you the as well link. we we we're, we're gonna um yeah yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk after but uh respect and friendship at, are at the heart of the band but the mindset of it really fascinated me and mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to touch a little bit on that the mental health of the two lead singers like post concerts 
is something myself can relate to. And I know Hikaru can as well. Yeah. Uh, just throughout everything. Though not to the same extent that they well, might. No, but, but I mean, I okay. So I know you're going to dive into real quick if yes. you, your story. And I want to just do a quick sidebar on myself. Yeah. Um, I'm not probably going to go into as much detail as you think I am, but we'll go okay. from there. But um, first off, I know your band performed last Friday. How did that go? Oh, it went really well. Uh, got a lot of positive feedback on it. Uh, a couple. Of... I apologize, I couldn't be there. Uh, it's it's okay, man. It's a far distance. But it looked like it was awesome. Uh, my older brother ended up making it out oh, there. Oh, that's awesome. And it it was really interesting to me to get that text from him after the show because apparently he ended up showing his uh his partner right now is uh, her name's Nikki. Fantastic. Mm-hmm person lover to death uh he ended up showing her my music that's and that's both awesome. of them are now listening to it together that's awesome and i was just like what so <laughs> like, i wanted why? i wanted to mention that because he he did justin did have yeah. a concert and everything which yeah, is it was awesome at the token lounge um, but, was beautiful. but but i i i mentioned i, I kind of butt in here a little bit and i i also mentioned that band because i during my so i was a art kid okay i was yeah. like i was I never play sports besides basketball until third grade. That was like it. And I was always an arcade. I was a dancer for the longest time. I did tap jazz, hip hop, ballet, contemporary lyrical, you name it. What is tap jazz? Tap jazz like Oh, comma. Yeah. Okay. Um and, <laughs> Sorry. And, and of course I struggled a lot with mental health. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people told me to sing, you know, when I was young at the time. So I started singing. I was in a choir, you know, I joined choir and eventually I joined the top choir my sophomore year. Yeah. Called Nova Singers on my high school at Nova High School. Um, and joined the acapella group called Major Six. And that was my escape. That was my especially both of those choirs was it's just the amount the I still listen back sometimes and miss it because of the yeah. the beautiful music that I made. It was a way for me to express myself whether the message was what I you know, what my message was or not. Um Fix You by Coldplay. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> my sophomore year we did a that's Acapella a song, song called Forever Fixing the Young. One of the guys, his name's Caleb Asensio over at Central Michigan now. Um, he's a Chippewa now. Still talk to him sometimes. Hey, shout out he, to Chippewa. <laughs> he, he, he arranged this piece. Yeah. Uh, and we competed at International uh, Competition for High School Acapella, ICHSA. Some of you may know what ICCA is, International Competition for College uh, Collegiate Acapella. It's that, but high school version. Yeah. Um, and that was one of our songs in our set, in our three songs set. And we he called it Forever Fixing the Young, and it was Forever Young by Alphaville and um, Fix You by Coldplay blended together. Jeez. Oh, and it and I remember on stage singing that song and Dad crying as I'm singing. I'm like Forever Young, I want like I was crying, <laughs> I was crying, and, and and that's what music does, you know. Yeah. And for my mental health, that it helped. Yeah. It was a way for me to express myself. And I feel like that's something that maybe not a whole lot of today's modern musicians end up touching I, on. I don't think and that's that's why I was so happy when you brought this up yeah. the way you did. And I wanted to really quickly mention that how that's impacted my life as well. But yeah. I, I want to give the full platform to you because I feel like I'm almost being selfish. So like oh, I want to no. give the platform yeah. to you. You're not and being I know, selfish. I, I know, this is I know open discussion. for you being in a physical band. Even yeah. now, it's impacted you way more than it's ever impacted me. Oh God, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's a lot of work going into a band and trying to have everything done. I'm basically acting as the pseudo manager for everyone. Mm-hmm. I run literally all of the social media accounts for my band, twenty four seven. Yeah, twenty four seven as best I can. 
Uh, <laughs> and even with the help of some of the other uh, guys in there, uh, my friend AJ Cornett, uh, I used to go to high school with, and Tyler Cool, the bassist we found on Craigslist. Um, it was really... <laughs> I say that like it's a mean thing, but no, it, we got to know him and he's a really cool guy. It's just, I love the story of how we found him. It's just hilarious to me. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, it's that, it's that sort of style and thinking that of these two that really got me started thinking about everything going into it. Yeah. And uh, like you mentioned, I had a concert this past Friday here with my band Candles to Campfires. Great band, uh, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but I, ju- I just remember that just this low feeling right after that. Obviously, it's not anywhere near their feeling. What they're feeling, but, especially going on two year tours yeah. for to promote the same album. But over but but again. still, you can relate to that. You can relate yeah. to that personally. It's a lot of coming down from a lot of high energy performances there, and like Alex Gascard mentioned, it's a distraction. It's it, a it, huge mm-hmm. distraction from literally anything you could think about, and. It's a lot of the times why you'll see me wandering around basically with headphones on all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless time. Uh, unless you're hanging out with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, even then, we still have some music on in the background. Well, that's or true. I even have maybe like like one ear in, one ear out. AirPods. Okay. Anyways. No. 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 Okay. Anyways. Too poor for AirPods. Oh goodness. Uh, but yeah, it's that sinking feeling after like a post concert depression, or even from like just general depression uh (laughs) it's a lot of well what do i do now what do i do now and i think a lot of people end up turning towards like thinking about taking some sort of prescription or going to see therapist or whatnot you know what music is therapy and i knew you're about to say that aren't you Mm -hmm. i found therapy in music it's a huge thing for me a lot of the songs that i've had a hand in writing have gotten a lot of feedback from that those are the ones i hear the most feedback from and i never end up mentioning to it but it's because i end up writing about something that's really bothering me in the moment i i have you know what that's the best way to do i have to write it in the worst possible mindset because Mm -hmm. i feel like that gets the most real message or even listening to like i know it's a whole Tumblr trope, like, oh my god, he listens to sad music while he's also sad. To hey, you know what? I have sadness. a depression playlist that I play probably every other day, okay? I got rid of mine. <laughs> I got rid of it's mine. It's literally but I feel a that. cry emoji. <laughs> I think you can search it up on Spotify as a cry emoji. It'll cry actually emoji. pop up. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love that. But which cry emoji? There's a couple. Uh, <laughs> cry. Okay. Oh, like the full face of tears. There you go. I get it. Uh, but it, it's a lot of. You have to find something that will make you happier in the moment. And sometimes that message might just be taking what you feel and putting it into the words. Uh-huh. And that's what music ends up doing quite a bit. Yeah. Whether or not you're listening to it or playing it sometimes, even if you consider... Or dancing to it. Or dancing like to it or writing music out on a sheet or of paper. Or even if it's music getting band. you pumped up for a sporting event. Yeah, that too. And folks, that's... I'm, I'm going to say something if you don't Go mind. Go for it. That's the entire point of this podcast slash show. Amen. Music. The chant. We pump you up. The music <laughs> is around us all the time. Mm-hmm. And music can do things like what Justin did. Yeah. And turn people's lives around. And you know what? There's a reason why athletes love the type of music they love. Yeah. Because it gets them pumped up. Mm-hmm. Hip hop R and B, they get some pumped up. I don't blame them. 
there's a reason why bands have the specific indie, you know, punk rock alternative feel. Yeah. Why college campuses are. Because yeah. that's the way they express their emotions. Yeah. And at the there's end, there's an audience out there that definitely benefits. Exactly. From that so as at well. the end of the day, you combine music and sports together. And you know what? I don't know why there is, but people stick with their niches and they don't like to blend everything together. Mm-hmm. But that's the entire purpose of the show. I had, I just had to say because, yeah, no. because, because I'm you were dri- someone said because it. you were driving that force. And I, I, I hope I hope I am to some and, people, and and I, we, and, and I want to mention it because it has an impact to me. Yeah, as well, you know. Yeah, and it has an impact on a lot of people. It had an impact on me going into this, which is why I'm trying to bring it out to other people as well, mm-hmm. to try and give that to them as well. Not now, I'm sounding preachy, but I feel like this preachy's a good type of preaching. I think I think part I think part that's that's what I it's a lot of stuff that doesn't get touched on It in doesn't music. and I think that's part of the identity of there, the show. There are stats out there now and different studies where today's modern pop music is getting increasingly depressing. Like I forget what I the actual it. study is, I but there was like a certain percentage of pop songs that you see on there or take like the top music icons now. You have like Jaden Smith who talks not a whole lot about like super happy topics. But yeah, makes it sound happy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Juice World's a huge name. That yep, comes I to love mind. Juice World. Yeah, I love Juice he World. just released a new album, Death Race for Love, which he had a bit more of a positive tone now. Now that he's talking about like, like all his girls new aren't girlfriend. the same by him. That is like literally my life. Anyways, yeah. but- <laughs> over generalization for sure, but it's definitely a good gut wrenching feeling. Like you feel that, especially coming from. Like, just out of a bad relationship, too, uh, uh-huh. for a guy. Or uh, Billie Eilish is probably another yes, huge example yes, as well. Yes, yes, uh, Who we have on our station uh, playing, I think, When the Party's Over is the big one that we have. Mm-hmm. But just some of those artists, you can take any sort of sample of a couple of artists like we did here and take a look, take a look at the tone of their songs. Take a look at the tone of how they're going. It's not a surprise that in today's modern music is starting to get a bit more depressing. And I feel like it's because... A lot of artists are now in neglecting the mental health of themselves, and, and that's why the so audience great. is neglecting. And that's why the it's so great health. that they are. Yes, and uh, the audience can sometimes neglect the mental health of these people because they generally take the person out of that. Oh yeah, they t- end up taking the music at whatever the face value is, and not really recognizing that hey, this is another person here. This is mm-hmm. another person who is doing this, going through all their own problems and stuff for. Not sort of selfish means, but it's a huge issue, especially in like the underground music scene as well. Mm-hmm. Like Blink 182's All Time Lows, the mains even oh, of yeah. the world. <laughs> They've all started to talk about this now, and it's a huge thing because uh-huh. now it's a matter of hey, we have this entire message to go through, yet everyone wants to hear the same song over and over again. Yes. And and that's where I'm gonna leave that for now, because <laughs> I feel like if I go any further, I, I'll start repeating myself. Yeah, but that is again probably another really sad topic to I, talk yeah, about. I, I guess music's it, just. I music guess music start, is sad. Music is sad and dark. Music's starting to get sad and dark, man. I'm next week. I'm promise you. I'm gonna promise you here. It I'm better, gonna talk if about it's a not positive uplifting, story right If it's not uplifting, I'm gonna have a something. Anyway, well, I feel like this one was like passive aggressive. Okay, fine, fair, but. What's really uplifting is the Spartans are going to the Final Four. It's the Final Four, baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Four. Okay, first off, we are, like, about to hit an hour on this podcast. So, basically, I, 
I told you so. <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I told you so. Well, B, we'll just have to keep B, this one B, just like up. Justin said, because he took my reveal from me, but Aww. just like Justin said, Michigan State remains alive after merely, merely defeating Duke 68-67. I think our title gives that away, but it ain't over yet. <laughs> yeah, 68-67 last Sunday over Duke. I was literally, folks, on Facebook Live in that room. <laughs> uh, podcast people were in Studio H at Impact. We're, I was literally right next door in Studio I where all of our live stuff is based off of. Hey, not Ridiculous. Bad, not bad. Ridiculous. Um, so, I mean, this makes it Coach Tom Izzo's eighth Final Four. Last time uh, Izzo and company won the entire tournament was back in 2000. Oh, wow. uh, to put that in context, I was, uh, in, it, because it's March in 2000, I was born in December 15th, 1999. Um, I was zero. Zero. Ooh. So put that in context for you. But here's a couple the, months here's the shot that did it. <laughs> and, you know, I'm, 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 let's just relive the shot that I did it, let, uh, that did us. it by me me just kind of going down. Let us do Here it. we go. 34 seconds left in the game. Spartans down 66-65. Board Kenny Goins takes a three from the top of the key. Everyone in Capital One Arena was dead still. Mm-hmm. Then the ball goes in with nothing but net. Spartan <laughs> bench explodes. Spartan fans explode. And literally, you can see half of the entire arena explode, and Duke fans are like, huh? Like, <laughs> they probably thought they had that one in the bag, that, man. I mean, it was tight. It was very tight. 30 seconds left in the bag. Duke moving down the court. Works around the perimeter. Drives to the basket and foul. Forward R.J. Barrett to the charity stripe. First free throw. Misses. Off the rim. Duke fans are mouth opened. Jaw (laughs) dropped nothing. Second free throw. Intentionally tried to miss. Hits the back of the iron. And falls in. (laughs) That'll be the last point in the game. Yeah. That'll be the last point in the game. I mean... And it goes in, right? And then Cassius Winston. When pa- Cassius Winston went down the court Winston, and passed man. by the entire Duke team, that moment, Spartan Nation knew when Cassius at the open net and he was like turning around, making sure he's got the time left and ball, not risking anything. And that clock hit 0.0. <laughs> Spartan Nation exploded. Yeah, good God. Exploded. They did. MSU had just punched their ticket to the Final Four after the year before not making it out of the first weekend. Mm -hmm. The year before that, not making it first. Oh, did I mention? 2015. 2015 is the last time they made it. It's been forever. By the way, that was the last time that they even made it out of the first weekend. So, goodness gracious. Oh, and and, and, and a cherry on top. And a cherry on top of the whipped cream. They defeated Zion Williamson. Mm -hmm. Coach K and the entire crew, Let the number know. one seed in the tournament, not just number one seed in, in, in the East region, overall, yeah, drills it. So that's Good that's Lord. that, right? Now, now let me tell you some fun stories that occurred on campus. So of course, campus went crazy, wild, oh, campus wild. Went insane. Immediately, <laughs> everyone went over to Cedar Village. Riot started. Couches were burning. Chants were going. AKA the reason why this this you know we're. we're I saw that some sh- bright souls decided to take like real professional photography about it. Like oh, no, I saw that's professional uh, that's, uh, photos uh, of that. News. So uh, state news uh, was over there. Um, I think Lansing State Journal was over there as well. There's a. Lot, oh no, there were a ton of just Joe Smos on like my Twitter feed. Just no, but no, but that's but, no, but that's like taking photos and stuff. No, but there's actually news over there to 
no, yeah. I saw the news. For so, sure. so, uh, yeah, it was basically a hectic party. Oh God, Cedar, damn. you know, and it was crazy. I mean, Grand River was taken over at one point. The you know Michigan State Police did stuff, and actually Izzo addressed it later. Um, I'll I'll mention the quote. Please, um, in a second here, but, but then Breslin, you know, I got an email from Breslin, and Breslin, you know, MSU basketball put it on Twitter. Apparently, the story goes as Thomas Kithier was, uh, apparently on, you know, was talking to people on Instagram Live because everyone else was right. Yeah. And afterwards in the locker room, and he's like, "Okay, come meet us at Breslin," type of thing. And apparently, that became an event, actual event. Now, I don't know if that story is true oh. or if it's just Breslin. We're gonna do what's gonna do this anyways, or whatever. However, it. Is. But regardless, I got an email, I got a text, I got everything that said, "Hey, Breslin." Izzo members, special event tonight, 11.30 p.m. The doors are going to open to the Breslin. At midnight, the team's going to arrive, and it's going to be a welcome back as they punch their ticket to the Final Four type of thing. And I'm like, I'm immediately texting my friends. My buddies are going. (laughs) Eventually, my buddy Doug and I go there, and Doug was there half an hour early uh, at 10 o'clock. People were waiting super early for it, so we got, like, third row. It was great. It was absolutely great. Um, But the team was supposed to arrive at um, midnight, right? Team didn't arrive till nearly one in the morning, on a school night, on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, literally half of Breslin because they had the stage up, you know, where the court would be. Half yeah. of Breslin was packed, seven to eight thousand people easily. Izzo, McQuaid, Cassius talked for a bit, ten maybe fifteen minutes talk at most. Again, I was sitting in row three. I took panos and stuff like that. One of my a couple of my tweets went viral. Spartan hype. Hey. The Twitter re- retweeted it. Um. The one tweet that really went viral was, I took a picture of the entire team on on the on the uh, stage, <laughs> and Tom Izzo said the following quote: "You can come bur- burn couches at my house." End quote. Oh, yeah. Because he was addressing again the Cedar Village happenings. He's like, "Come on, we gotta stay safe here. If you're gonna come burn couches, just come to my burn." <laughs> so I mean, that was that These was pro- that is probably one of the couches. greatest coaches. I mean, Izzo has great co- uh, quotes, but that's one of them. That's one of them for sure. But again, I mean, it was it was just. Well, that was literally one of the greatest events I've ever been in my life. And I was telling people, I love this team. I love Michigan State, okay? I know I'm supposed to say I'm, I'm biased as a journalist, but I love my school. I cannot stop bleeding green. There we go. I bleed Amen. green so much that it's ridiculous for you folks to think that what, before I chose to come here, I wanted to go to Texas. He bleeds green so much. That Ecto Cooler came back in the season. There you go. Do you remember there. Ecto Cooler, ladies and gentlemen of the chant? <laughs> Do you remember Ecto Cooler? Do you remember how green that was? That is this oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by the way, by the way, I had a test, and Doug, my buddy as well. The next day in my German 108 class, I literally bombed this test. Bombed <laughs> it. Bombed it. But you know what? Basketball's more important. At the end of the day, one test isn't, you know, th- th- this, was, this was a moment that's going to live with me for the rest of my life, Justin. Yeah. Literally. But yeah, this is March. Or I guess it was March because now it's April 3rd when we're recording this. And we, if you folks are listening, it's definitely April. But regardless, the madness continues, you know. This weekend, Final Four on Saturday. On Monday is the final championship game. Yes. Um, Let's talk about the Final Four, folks. Folks. I can't talk. <laughs> First off, we'll go with the you know other side of things. MSU's not in. You know, because I haven't really paid attention to them, unfortunately, um, after, you know, Michigan State won. First mm-hmm. off, number number fifth, Auburn, after their upset over number two-ranked Kentucky, which, by the way, that was a great game, uh, will be playing against number one-ranked Virginia, the Cavaliers. Low-key, as a Spartan, I honestly care less about this game. And again, that 
should not be what I'm saying here. But I honestly, you know, care less about this game, so that's that. But it might be nice for Auburn, led by guard Jared Harper and guard Bryce Brown, both scoring over 20 against UK, Kentucky, to get a dub here. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Auburn in the championship game. They've had a literally a Cinderella run. Um, just great stuff. Virginia, though, on the other hand, you know they they do have a normal powerhouse tools with guard Kyle Guy and guard Ty Jerome. This team is a powerhouse and can shoot like a madman. Um, and you know Virginia is just Virginia. But what else can I say, right? With that being yeah. said, who gets the win? Realistically, the Cavs. Virginia does. Ideally, Auburn. Why? Upset. I just have a feeling Virginia will flop. You know, it's it's due time. Virginia flopped in the first round to UMBC last yeah. year. It's about time that they flop again. All right. On to the main event, though. On to the main event here on the champ. Number two ranked Michigan State will be playing against number three ranked Texas Tech. Texas Tech will fall to the Spartans. And not yeah. just because I'm saying that because I'm an actual smart, like I'm a smart, but hear me out here. Yes, the Red Raiders have one of the greatest defenses, if not the greatest defense in the nation right now, period. They showcased that ability against Michigan. Yeah. Did you watch that game? That was ridiculous. That did. It was an insane That game. was insane how defensively Texas Tech was winning. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. This should be a good game. This should be a good game. It will, and it will be a really but, close game. But, but, as long as Michigan State plays solid ball, as in clean pick and rolls, not like that yeah. crappy, you know, Xavier Tillman, I'm moving my shoulder a little bit. Oh, foul call, you know, moving pick. No, no, no. Clean pick and rolls. And you win in the quick transition game. Instead of, instead of the slow, slower paced game that Texas Tech wants to play and Texas Tech controls the ball. No, no, no. You win in the transition game by going highway speed forward. Beating the transition game that you know that you're good at. Yeah. Not letting the Texas Tech Red Raiders stop you in that game. That's the key. That's the key. Spartans can get the dub if they do that. They absolutely they can. They can. And they basically, basically, and basically, everyone just has to be on point. Okay. Yeah. Cassius Winston has to be playing solid. Matt McQuaid has to be doing a little bit better perimeter wise. He shot like fifty ish percentage um, during the Elite Mm -hmm. Eight game against Duke. The most important thing is that they can't let off the gas after Duke. They can't. They can't. They still got to go in like firing pistons times a hundred. You know, and you know what I mean? With yeah. with with Matt McQuaid's got to play well. Nick Ward's still got to play well down low. Xavier Tillman's got to keep showing up. That um, he, is. he did get in foul trouble against Duke, you know, early on, and he couldn't yeah. play for a little bit because of that. I don't see him getting into too I much think, foul I think trouble. X, I think X has to be careful on the fouls and play clean ball. Um, yeah. But really, as long as a Spartan team does what they're supposed to do, I think we're looking at a dub here now. So knock on wood. What? Let's recap. Who are you saying is going to be into the championship? I'm saying prediction? realistically. Now that all of these upsets have realistically, come about. realistically, Michigan State, Virginia. Yes. Ideally, Michigan State, Auburn. Just because Auburn's an easier opponent theoretically for Michigan State. Yeah. And on top of that, I would love to see Auburn go to the championship game. Realistically, yeah. Auburn's though, Auburn's been pulling a really they good have, season. They so have, far. they've been a Cinderella run. Really, it has been. But, 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 but. I think realistically, the Cavs are going to make the win. I think this yeah. is the year they're going to go to the championship. But I think Michigan State's going to win 
in the uh, in the championship yeah. game. That's what I think. Yourself, Justin. Well, I honestly think the same as well. And uh, though I really am rooting for Auburn in this one strictly because I have a couple of friends of mine who go over to the University of Alabama, and I would really like to see in the championship game all of us collectively rooting for State together to make it into the championship game because that is the biggest deep-seated rivalry in the SEC, Auburn versus <laughs> – well, Clemson. Clemson's a big one. Yeah. But Auburn as well is a huge one down that way. And in basketball, for right. sure. And to see Auburn versus my school go up against it, I know I'm going to be hearing from my friends relentlessly if that were to happen. You know, knock on wood. If that were to happen, that would be a great reason for me to host like an actual party for this. <laughs> no, Because they would definitely want to go into that. But – yeah, no, I agree. Michigan State, Spartans over uh, Texas Tech. I want to hope that the Auburn-Cinderella story continues, but I think realistically, like you said, Virginia would be- take over. And, the we, and we'll just have to see. We'll just see. Yeah. But, and we'll but, see. But, but anyways, the last thing. Last yes. thing with March Madness. Last thing, and then we'll let these good gentlemen and ladies go. Yeah. No one cares about anyone's bracket right now, at least if you're – uh, Spartan, mm-hmm. because like like <laughs> ser- seriously seriously I have not checked my bracket since I don't care <laughs> about my bracket because all I care about now now that UNC you know la, 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 lost um I I, I, I <laughs> care less that. and now all I want is the Spartan boys yes my boys to go get that championship go get that dub because. That's how much I love my team, but and, and and I know I know Justin, you don't care about it either because who honestly gives a damn? Well, I don't give about. I don't if, care if, about if, it if right now. If the bracket now. is, you know, if I'm leading or you, but well, and, but yeah, you're leading. Oh great, okay. And the bracket's over. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, this has been a very up and down episode per se, emotionally speaking. Yeah. I definitely got really heated at points. Uh, I know myself we, got we, very heated, we, though you couldn't tell with my inflection in the voice. We, we pay tribute. Um. To an important person. Yes, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Um, and we also talked about, of course, baseball. baseball. America's favorite pastime sport is back. We um, went back down to a low with the all-time low boys and the Blink-182, talking about mental health and music. And we wrapped it up with Final Four because, you know, The uplifting hopes of the Final Four and the sadness that is ESPN. But, but, <laughs> but, but with that being said, with that being said, you know, I think the biggest takeaway that we can end up taking from this, Hikaru, is that it ain't over yet. <laughs> it, it, that's exactly what it is, and that's why the episode's called it is. It ain't over it. it ain't honestly, over it ain't over yet. yet. And and it really, it, it's not. Unfortunately, but we are over. We are over. <laughs> we got, uh, just, I do want to just quickly shout out a couple things real quick. You yeah. know what? If you don't mind, I'm going to do this today just so we could wrap Go up quickly. Go for it. Drop us All out. right, we'll, we'll use Justin. We'll start with Justin LaBelle first. All right. Uh, just I'll go ahead. Go oh, ahead. Uh, sure. You can catch me on the airwaves at impact89fm.org. You can listen live or something like that. Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. You can also find my band, Candles to Campfires, literally anywhere music is streamed or sold if you want to listen into some of that. I know we talked about that a little bit today. Uh, and uh, that's all for me. And for, and for myself, the Green and White <laughs> Report, we just had our 100th episode, by the way, which is up on the yeah, website, Impact89FM. Thank you. Thank you. Um, a lot of special guests. I did a segment on it. It's just uh, just a special show for us. 
Feel free to check that out. Uh, we'll have ep- uh, the next one coming out on Sunday as well, uh, 11 a.m. on impact89fm.org slash listen live as well uh, as impact89fm uh, in the greater Lansing area, WDBM East Lansing. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And, yeah, that's a, that's about it. And you can always follow my personal at Hikarukudo1, H-I-K-A-R-U-K-U-D-O-1, uh, a lot of uh, sports stuff on there as well. Uh, with that being said, well, well a couple of things just yeah. to wrap it up. Listen to sports or music on radio at 88.9 FM or the web stream 24-7-365, impact89fm.org slash listen live. Follow our Twitter at thechant underscore WDBM. Like our Facebook hey. page at facebook.com slash thechant.wdbm. We, we go Facebook- live every Wednesday. Every Wednesday at some point. Hopefully we uh, we hope yeah. to be back at 2 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> we hope to be back around lunchtime. <laughs> yeah, but uh, because I know we get more viewers uh, that point. Yeah. As well, it's uh, when we're recording this, it's 11.37 p.m. at night. Yeah, so good God. <laughs> that's that on a school night so yeah but unless otherwise noted um and again you can find all of our content impact 89fm.org slash the dash chant i am updating on the process of updating the page right now there is a description on there right now i don't know if the pilot's actually linked to that page i will be working on it for the next few days hopefully by the next episode it'll be out uh keep an eye on our yeah. social media on twitter and facebook that'll we'll let you know officially yes. over there we'll keep you updated um, whether and please or not please please share our podcast um yeah, and get they, it out there. Show family, friends, and, loved ones. And, and we appreciate it. I know we sometimes get preachy. We sometimes go along here. But, yeah. folks, um, this is Justin and I's baby. We love this. We love talking about music and sports. Yeah. Um, and we will go all day if we can. And, quite frankly, if it weren't that passionate, would you really want to be listening? Exactly. So. so um, but, anyways, all the people who've been tuning in welcome. so far, supporting us, we appreciate it. Even if you're just listening in for a segment or two or five minutes or ten minutes or two minutes or a minute. We appreciate all the support yeah, you get, seriously. and Thank we really so do hope that you continue uh, listening. Just however long yes. you're on uh, with us for. But with that being said, that'll wrap up episode four. Yep, we're gonna fifth episode already next week. That's, yeah, I know. Wow, that's insane. wow. And a we gotta start strong. A month strong. And we gotta start talking about summer plans and everything, yep, and to plans. release everything. But with that, I mean, I, I want to go get dinner. I know you guys, <laughs> you guys, you guys are done as well. So. I have been Hikaru Kudo. I have been Justin LaBelle. And And you have have been been listening listening to The Chant. You have been listening to The Chant, an Impact exclusive brought to you by WDBM East Lansing. For all of your music and sports news, visit impact89fm.org.